Volunteer State. It's time to join the nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and Volquest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Breaking news and giving expert analysis. For the next hour, Chris and Austin will take your calls on college athletics around the SEC and the nation. College football, basketball, special guests, recruiting, and more. The nation. Hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. Celebrating 30 years and the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon. Want to get a full tank of freedom? Stop by your neighborhood Marathon station. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. By Blue Bunny Ice Cream. Available in Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. By Tennessee LASIK Associates. Proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with with Tennessee LASIK and by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light, made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The Nation is also brought to you by... Well, we hope it's been an outstanding Sunday for you, wherever you might be listening tonight. This is The Nation. We do it every Sunday evening, and we appreciate you spending part of your Sunday with us. I'm Chris Lowe with AP, a.k.a. Austin Price, the Price family in the house tonight. Just behind us, uh, still still not completely decided on what the Price girls' ha- Halloween costumes are going to be, right, AP? It's been a full sweep. Uh, yeah, Addison's got hers. Avery's uh, still up in the air. Uh, she's got four days to figure it out. Um, but it's been a uh, clean sweep the last couple of weeks. It was uh, my mom and dad last week uh, here with the girls, and uh, now it's uh, my sister-in-law and my wife's mom and dad here. Well, I tell you what, if the Vols continue to play at the rate they played the last couple of weeks, maybe you want to get the Price family here, some sect of the Price family here every weekend. If Tennessee taking it to South Carolina yesterday in Neyland Stadium, 41-21, and the kind of performance, let's be honest, if you're a Vol fan, that's about as therapeutic as it gets for a Tennessee football fan. Oh, no doubt. To, to win the way you won, complete domination on all phases, shut South Carolina out in the second half, you, you, you know, you score two special teams touchdowns, one on a punt return, the other one on a block punt. And the veterans. I, I love to see football teams that ride the coattails of their veterans. And in some cases, guys that have had it, – it's been a mixed bag for them throughout their career. But look at all the veterans yesterday – who made just humongous plays for Tennessee. Well, yeah, I mean, I tweeted it out earlier today. I mean, literally, Zach Azani recruited Daryl Taylor. He recruited Marquis Callaway. He recruited Jawan Jennings. You know, Zach's been gone a while. He's been in the NFL for, you know, a handful of years now with the Bears and now with the Broncos, and yet his imprint still being kind of felt for his evals. And then this staff taking those guys and further developing them into, uh, you know, kind of the veterans they've become. And you add in guys like Daniel Batuli. Uh, with 15 tackles, of course, the block punt, which was, I think, you know, and Bud Ford and I were talking about this in the 
no, press box. No, not Bud Ford. Harris D. Bud Ford. Yeah, okay. Um, but now we're talking. I think it's the first time since 2006 that Tennessee had a player not only block it, but then recover the block. Antonio Wardlow took it off the foot down at Georgia. Georgia I remember that game. I was in, and, I was in Sanford uh, Stadium that night. And so Batuli blocks it and then goes and recovers it for the touchdown. But you're right. It was a uh, two special you know, teams it, it, touchdowns. You know, Jesse Simonton, uh, my uh, compadre at Volquest, he loves to call them the Butch Jones castoffs. <laughs> uh, you know, that you know th- those guys did play unbelievable, unbelievably well. And Jawan Jennings, man, I mean, he's a dog. He is a dog in every sense of the word. I mean, can play and can. Yeah, ball. I mean, th- I, I, my favorite part of the game yesterday. Had nothing to do with scores or 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 tackles or it was him running quarterback and literally going up to the line and acting like he's audibling out of things. I mean that to me is was classic sort of fifteen channeling his inner Peyton Manning is what he was doing. But you know what? And I said this last night. His want to Jawan Jennings want to on the football field oh. is as good as any player I've seen come through Knox in a long time. I, again, I've said since his freshman year, this is the dude. You know, when he has kids one day and he's playing out in the backyard with his four-year-old kid, he'll be blocking their shot because he's just that competitive. That's who he is. <laughs> and, I mean, and waving his finger in their face, Dikembe mutombo I mean, you know, but, I mean, you really, I mean, for the for Tennessee overcame so much yesterday when you factor in at one point they lost both tackles. Darrell Middleton gets, uh, you know, uh, disqualified from the game for targeting. Um, you know, quarterbacks already shuffling, without Mauer, you know, shuffling in and out. I mean, gets Garen, hurt. How, how, what are the odds? JG comes in and he's dealing. Okay, I mean, looking the best he's looked in over a year, and then he gets knocked out of the game with a broke bone in his in, in his in his hand wrist area. Uh, Shroud comes in and they dial up on a second and nine, a deep shot with Shroud, and that's his bread and butter. I mean, like throwing it, chunking it deep, it, that's his game. You know, and, and, and Callaway beat his man. Shroud put it on the money. And, and you know, Tennessee just, I, I don't think, ever looked back after that. No. I mean, they really did just, you know, they played total team football yesterday. 41-21, the Vols win. And, um, I mean, we said coming, I said coming to that Mississippi State game, I thought it was as important a game as Jeremy Pruitt had coached at Tennessee. You know, he's, this is only his second year, and they deliver. I think yesterday, AP, in a lot of ways, was the most important win and maybe the most therapeutic win, again, for all the reasons we just laid out for Tennessee. And, you know, you you mentioned J.G. Let's say this about football and about sports in general. If you're not willing to be coached hard and have coaches in your grill, football is not a sport for you, and really a lot of sports aren't, team sports. And I love to see guys who – or beat down a little bit, beat on, coaches in the grill, just like Jeremy was in his grill when, when J.G. clearly screwed up against Alabama. But then come back and answer the call, and they're there for their team. I love the exchange between Jeremy and Jared Garantano there at the end of the game or there towards in the second half. You know, you can coach them hard. You can get on to them. But you know what? You can love them up. And, and when things don't go right, but they you hang in there the way Garantano has and deliver – I think the play that has defined, in in many ways to me, defines where this team has come from is the play where he absolutely gets drilled, where he hangs in there and they're coming after him. He takes a big shot and throws it there in the back of the end zone to Jawan Jennings. And Jennings just. That's the play he got hurt on. Right, right. And Jennings absolutely gets just pummeled, too, really into the brick wall, it looked like. Yeah. But, But there's two veterans, like, right there. 
Garantano to Jennings, that to me epitomizes sort of this football team right now, where they are, where they come from. Well, everybody just kind of analyze. I mean, and I get, man, Tennessee fans were super upset last week when, when JG went off script. And, you know, and, and he said yesterday, and, and I, you know, I can confirm, uh, having talked to people, he, he went to, you know, each, you know, of the staff members and apologized, apologized to the team. Um, you know, but I mean, so much was made of like his body language on the ball walk yesterday and this and that. I and mean, I, I sit there at the end of the ball walk. I watched him interact with with some fans. I watched him come up and hug his dad. I watched his dad call JT Shroud over, wish him good luck on the start yesterday. Um, you know, this is a family that, you know, has went and visited Children's Hospital in the last couple of weeks when, you know, when Jarrett was, you know, was benched in, in favor of Brian Maurer. And, and they had every reason not even to come to games and, and, and that and they've done the complete opposite. So, I mean, like, this kid's a tough kid. He comes from a tough family. Obviously, he's not played as well as he would like this year, much less what Tennessee fans, uh, you know, expect and, and want out of a quarterback on a, uh, on, on a weekly basis. But, I mean, the toughness that he showed, the way he was prepared yesterday, came in. And, honestly, I, I kept joking that, that, you know, my the, I thought the headline should have been today, Garantano returns, <laughs> leads Vols to win. Because not Garantano. That's correct. Because the way he played was much more like what we've been accustomed to seeing out of Jarrett. He, he got the ball. The, the two-play drive to Juwan Jennings there late in the first half where Jennings kind of just was, you know, bullish and, and breaking tackles left and right. The two throws he made there were really, really good throws. He had a great throw to Josh Palmer. Um, you know, if that guy plays quarterback for Tennessee the first half of the season, Tennessee is, is, is not where they're at, you know. But, I mean, but he played the- it the way yesterday that he needed to play it, and J.T. Shrout sprinkled in some, some good passes, and Tennessee threw for 351 yards. And for all the questions from fans and friends, and you get it all the time too, is, is that's the Jarrett Garantano that this staff had seen in preseason and scrimmages. He had played well. He had been the best guy. It was in the games that he had not played his best football. Clearly, that changed yesterday. We'd like to thank our presenting sponsor, Mortgage Investors Group, for helping bring you the nation each week. You know, whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, MIG can help you fulfill your home buying goals. Don't let your lender lose your loan in outer space. Keep your mortgage on the ground with MIG. It's not rocket science. MIG is celebrating being in business for 30 years this year. They're also the number one lender in the state of Tennessee, the number one USDA Tennessee lender, and the number one THDA lender. Let them put that experience to work for you. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to helping Tennesseans fulfill their dreams of home ownership. Their mortgage experts will find and structure the mortgage that best fits your needs and achieves your goals. Mortgage Investors Group wants to be your home lender. Are you buying a new home? Maybe you just need to lower your home payment. Pull out some cash out of equity of your home. Let Mortgage Investors Group work for you. MIGonline.com. Again, that's MIGonline.com for the office near you. Equal housing lender, license 109 111 AP, we, uh, we talked about yesterday and all the big-time guests in the house, the Price family. I see Mickey Deerstone, a regular here on Sunday night eating. Big-time guests coming up on the second segment of the show. We certainly want to invite listeners to stay tuned. The head football coach of the Tennessee Volunteers, Jeremy Pruitt, going to join us. Uh, and, and we know we already knew that Jeremy sort of had been fully indoctrinated into Tennessee, but when you see him two weeks in a row now 
stop at Gus's late at night. Gus is Good Times Deli to get a deli. I, I don't think you can go to school at Tennessee without having been in there at some point yeah. past 1 o'clock in the but, morning. Well, he went in there last week about 3.30, 3.45, and he was the only person in there. This week, about 1 o'clock in the morning, not so much. There was quite a few uh, people in there, and, you know, he was getting the fist pumps. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I told Coach Pruitt earlier this week, you know, I don't know how many times I've heard you know, in the past week from fans that said, you know, that he went into that Alabama game a bammer and he came out a ball, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the fan base is so, like, kind of galvanized behind him. And then yesterday, the way the game transpired, it's even more so now. The way he battled against the refs yesterday, it was like, you know, I mean, it was the Tennessee fans right now are so bought into what he's doing. If they can finish this season the way they continue to play, the last three games, especially how poorly they started, then, 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 I, again, he will have totally dug himself out of the hole that was created after the Georgia State game. And if you're superstitious, again, you, we, we got to get make sure the Price girls are back here next week. The Price family, yeah. And, uh, and hey, extends to even my family. My father, Ted Lowe, in town. My father-in-law, Jim Roar, always made me feel bad, AP, because my dad always whips my butt, and you can you're a witness to this. He always whips my butt on the golf course. And my father-in-law, Jim Roy, everywhere we go, women just fawn to him. You know, and, and here's both in their 80s, and here I am, and I can't compete with either one of them. So if you're superstitious, you may want to make sure that all the above are back in town next week. I tell you what, let's go ahead and take our break early tonight here in the first segment. We're at the Texas Roadhouse here adjacent to Westtown Mall, Morrell Road. Stay tuned because in the next segment, the head football coach of the Tennessee Volunteers, Jeremy Pruitt, joining us here on The Nation. Texas Roadhouse is your home for legendary food and legendary service to area East Tennessee restaurants. Are you hungry for a great deal? Texas Roadhouse features 11 early dine entrees for less than $10 on Mondays through Thursdays until 6 p.m. You can choose from the six-ounce sirloin, barbecue chicken, pulled pork dinner, and many other favorites. Texas Roadhouse is your home for hand-cut steaks, fall-off-the-bone ribs, made-from-scratch sides and dressings, fresh-baked bread, ice-cold beer, and legendary margaritas. It takes talent and grit to win a sports championship, and the same is true in flooring. With our master installers and flooring experts, Frazier's brings the best team to your floor. Call us at 546-4850 to win the new floor championship. Everything for the floor, from the team you trust more, Frazier's. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage License 109111. Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count Rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. 
The world's most refreshing beer is now available at college football's best stadium. This season, enjoy Rocky Mountain Cold Coors Light on Rocky Top, now inside Neyland Stadium. So when the action on Shields Watkins Field heats up, Coors Light is there to cool things down because it's made to chill. This fall at Neyland Stadium, grab the beer that supports the balls. Ice cold Coors Light. Celebrate responsibly. 21 means 21. Distributed across Big Orange Country by Cherokee Distributing. Proud sponsor of UT Athletics. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. Hey, welcome back into The Nation. I'm Chris Lowe with Austin Price, and we are pleased to welcome to the show the University of Tennessee head football coach, Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy, my man, we appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. Uh, I know every football coach I've ever been around loves to see their team get better, respond to adversity, rally around each other. How comforting, how cool has that been for you to see the way this team has done that and continued to believe and continue to buy in and play some of their best football at this point? Well, I think it starts with the habits that they've created in practice. Uh, the guys have really worked hard to practice all year to improve their game, and you can see it in, in uh, everybody on our team. Uh, Unfortunately, there's been a few times this year uh, where we, whether we've turned the ball over or not got enough turnovers that uh, have, have kept us from getting the result that we wanted. But uh, we, it, we didn't play perfect Saturday, but we, we did find a way to win. Jeremy, the, the thing is, is I look at your football team right now, and last night in particular, I look across the board at all the veterans all the guys that have been there for a while, that made big plays, that have hung in there, you know, from Jared Garantano all the way down on special teams, on offense, on defense. As a head football coach, when you see that, what goes through your mind? Well, we got guys that um, are learning from their mistakes, uh, guys that continue to improve, guys that are buying in, uh, trying to do what we ask them to do. So, uh, we had lots of guys. We had lots of adversity last night. Some of it we created ourselves. Uh, some of it was through injury. Um, but we had guys that continued to step up, and we found a way. You know, and I'll, I'll say it again: we were nowhere close to perfect. We give up a touchdown on the first play of the game. Uh, we have the ball fourth and goal with the one. We get no points. We have an opportunity coming out before the half. We don't execute it. Give the um, South Carolina chance before the half and they score. You know, we had a chance in four minutes to put the game away and we had a critical penalty. So there's lots of areas that we can improve on. But, um, you know, through all, through all that, our guys continued to play hard. We had guys that stepped up and made some plays and uh, we found a way to win. Coach, it's Austin. You, you, you've been talking about adversity a lot. I, I don't think anybody symbolizes that more than what Trey Smith's been through the last year and a half. Yesterday he was going up against Kenlaw for South Carolina, who's you know obviously along a lot of mock drafts for first round grades, and he he had a day himself. Just talk about what Trey's been able to get done for a guy that you know can't practice really during the week, and you guys have had to adjust things how you do things, and you know for him to be playing at the level he's played the last few weeks, just what's it say about him, and how good's that been to see? Well, I really thought our interior players played extremely well last night. Uh, they've done a nice job neutralizing some really good football players from South Carolina. Uh, gave our quarterbacks an opportunity to step up in the pocket. And, um, you know, Trey's a guy that every week he continues to improve. 
Um, and 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 he should. He, it's it's another chance that he gets to go out there and play, and um, you know gets more adjusted to the speed of the game. But the players have also improved too, who he played against, and he he continues to to improve and get better. And um, you know we had some other guys up front too. I mean, Jameer Johnson's been really banged up and didn't know if he was going kind of a game time decision, and he come in there and played kind of an emergency. Marcus Tatum, so. Uh, Wanye Morris goes out, and then when he comes back to uh, to get you know a, a combination on the field, he goes and plays right tackle, which he very seldom does. Coach, this team is obviously getting a lot better week by week. Is there one area though that you're most proud of? Of you know a, a certain position group that's really kind of come a long way and and really done a nice job the last you know three four weeks. Well. Their entire team has, um, you know, there's there's been steady improvement throughout the year, um, and I think again it goes back to buy-in practice habits. I think our assistant coaches have done a really nice job, uh, you know, fundamentally wise uh, over the course of the year, uh, not being in full pads, you know, very many days out of the week based off uh, our numbers uh, as far as scholarship and and. Um, our guys have continued to get better, and, and we still have a long ways to go. Uh, we have we are not even close to playing our best game yet, and we've got to work hard to do that. Jeremy, what's the competition been like on the practice field? I mean, I know you guys didn't start the season the way you or anybody wanted to start those first couple games, but the, my sense is the competition on the practice field has continued to be intense. Guys have gone at it. They, they bought in. They've stuck to the plan, and they haven't turned on each other. I think that's the thing about any football team. As you've seen that competition evolve and grow this year, what's that been like? Well, we we have enough depth to have some competition. We probably don't have enough depth to practice the way you need to practice, but uh, our guys have worked hard. Our, our coaches continue to to demand excellence and, and create a standard and expectation and how to create the right habits every day um, so it will show up on Saturdays. And, you know, there's been times that we've executed at a high level and there's been times that we haven't. We've got to find consistency um, and we've got to be able to do it over and over and over again. Where do you think you guys are best from where you started the season? I'm just talking as a football team right now as you as we the calendar is getting ready to flip to november where do you think you guys have made the most improvement where you where you where are you at best right now compared to to that georgia state and byu those losses well i believe with the the injuries that we've had on the offensive line we've created some depth in there and some combinations that uh, we continue to improve. It doesn't matter who's in the game. So uh, I would definitely say up front, we, 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 we didn't really make our run go this week like we wanted to. Some of that has to do with perimeter blocking. Um, and we've got to do a better job getting things glued in from the quarterback standpoint to things on the perimeter. But um, the guys created some really nice pockets. And, you know, we at one time we had uh, – Two, two starters out of the offensive line and had to move some guys around, and they continued to, to work hard to, to give us an opportunity to have success. Coach, you, you came out and started your press conference last night talking about the fans. You know, when, when you've met with recruits the last 
you know, couple of couple of you know home games, that that atmosphere has been pretty special. How how much has that helped? Have you noticed that, you know, a, a difference, you know, in, in talking to, you know, players when they're on campus, just you know, what that means to not only the current team, uh, but you know, in recruiting as well. Well, it's it's great for everybody to experience uh, all the all the volunteer traditions um, from you know um, running through the tee to the vol walk, um, Rocky Top, uh, listening to kneeling when it, it it's at its uh, I guess peak. Uh, you know, so our fans have done a fantastic job. They've been a tremendous uh, asset to us uh, when it comes to support when it comes to uh, giving the other team a hard time when they got the ball, uh, rallying around their football team, just feeding off their passion and intensity for uh, the game. Jeremy, it's Chris again. You know, if you don't want to be coached hard, football is probably not a sport you need to play. What do you think it says about J.G., Jarrett, and the guys around him, the way he responded, the way they responded to him when you needed him last night? He was there to deliver. Well, you know, we talked before the game, and, and I felt like he was going to have a really good game. He's worked hard and prepared this week. And, um, you know, sometimes before you can you can start climbing up, you have to fall all the way down a little bit. And, and uh, Jared's a guy that's got lots of ability, uh, and he's continued to work hard. Uh, and... You know, I expect him to continue to improve and get better, and 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 I believe he will do that. And he's a guy that can help us win football games. Jeremy, kind of a status update. I think he had surgery today, right? Yeah, he he, he broke it on in his hand, and so they had to put a screw in there. But he'll be ready to go this week. Jeremy, as you look the rest of the way uh, going forward, we've talked a lot about you know how much have you guys improved in the offensive line, uh, and, and we talked a lot about the veterans. <clears throat> What's the, sort of the next step for this football team as you guys look at November? You know, you mentioned consistency, not beating yourself as much, playing cleaner football. Anything else that jumps out to you about what needs to be the next step for this football team if you guys close the season the way you want to? Well. We, we've got to we've got to continue to go out there and work every single day, uh, and 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 create the right habits that show up on Saturdays and and improve every week. Uh, this this our next opponent UAB is a really fine football team that's very well coached, and um, we we need to play our best football game Saturday. Jeremy, I had a ton of text messages this morning from guys I went to school with, from fans saying that they already knew that. You were orange blooded, but when they saw that you were in Gus's at a little past or sometime past midnight, they knew that you truly were orange blooded. So you got to quit that late night eating, man. Well, that's what happens when you got a wife that's six months pregnant. She wants some <laughs> Gus's French fries. So <laughs> so, so you were in there early in the morning getting, getting cases of French fries. Is that what you're telling me? You put it yeah, off on her. On my way, I, I was on my way home, and she called me and said, "Where are you at?" And I said, "I'm leaving the office." She said, "Stop by Gus's and get me some fries." <laughs> I don't think it's possible to, to to step foot on the University of Tennessee in any capacity without being in Gus's at some point past one a.m. in the morning. Well, listen, man, we really appreciate you uh, 
spending some time with us tonight. I know last night was a big night at your house, a big night for the Tennessee football family, and a big night for everybody in Neyland Stadium. It was a quite an electric environment inside there. And I tell you what, anytime you score twice on special teams, Jeremy, I don't know what the stats are. You may have all these analytics, but when you score two touchdowns on special teams, I'd say your chances of winning are always going to be pretty good. I, I would think so. We need to continue to do that. Yep. Well, listen, man, we appreciate the time, and uh, we'll catch up soon down the road, okay? Okay, Chris. See ya. All Go right, check, Coach. That's head football coach Jeremy Pruitt spending some time with us tonight here on The Nation, and you heard him say that Garantano does have a broken bone in his hand, had surgery, but he should be good to go this re- week This week against UAB. That's a 7 o'clock game on ESPN. And I would expect to see both J.G. Oh, yeah. and Trout, and then we'll see where Maurer is uh, as he continues to progress coming back off of uh, concussion protocol. So we'll take our second break tonight here on The Nation. He's Austin Price. I'm Chris Lowe. We're at the Texas Roadhouse here, the Morrell Road location. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Hey, fans, for the best selection of Big Orange merchandise, touchdown at Hound Dogs in West Knoxville, locally owned and operated. Hound Dogs is your one-stop shop for all things Big Orange. To find out more, text HD Radio to 64600. That's HD Radio to 64600. When it's time to get geared up for game day, just think Hound Dogs. Hey, Tennessee fans, there's a new player in town. Your favorite Blue Bunny ice cream is now available in Neyland Stadium and at Thompson Bowling Arena. It's time to sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny. Made in the ice cream capital of the world, Blue Bunny offers more than 500 varieties of ice cream and novelties. Look for your favorite Blue Bunny products at participating retailers across the state or at concession stands inside Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. Sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny. Mortgage Investors Group is the number one residential mortgage lender in the state because they offer superior customer service and their mortgage professionals take pride in finding solutions personalized for you. As your home team lender, the local loan officers at MIG are experts in the market. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance, Mortgage Investors Group offers a winning game plan. To get pre-qualified or for information about our locations across Tennessee, visit MIGonline.com. Equal housing lender, license 109111. This is Dr. Colby Stewart with Tennessee LASIK. It's been a privilege to partner with the Vols for over a decade. Tennessee LASIK has helped thousands improve their vision, including VFL greats, Rajon Neal and Will Overstreet. Are you tired of wearing glasses or contact lenses? Visit TNLASIK.com or call 966-9182 to schedule your free consultation today. Tennessee LASIK wants you to see the Vols in 2020. The world's most interesting beer is now available this season at Neyland Stadium, the home of the Vols. Enjoy the excitement of Dos Equis Cerveza at your watch party tailgate and now at University of Tennessee home football games. Dos Equis is the official beer sponsor of the college football playoffs. So it's the perfect beer for fall Saturdays in Big Orange Country. Brewed since 1897, it's all about tradition, just like college football. So keep it at a Rosante at Neyland with Dos Equis. Please enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Distributed across Big Orange country by Cherokee Distributing, proud supporter of UT Athletics. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. All right, thanks for joining us tonight on The Nation. I'm Chris Lowe with Austin Price. Also want to pass along our thanks to Jeremy Pruitt, who spent the second segment with us here tonight. 
recapping Tennessee's big win over South Carolina Saturday in Neyland Stadium. And, you know, AP, had I told you the first week of the season after that uh, loss to Georgia State, I mean, inexplicable, not a lot of other adjectives to describe it than that one, that we'd be sitting here as we're getting ready to go into November talking very realistically about Tennessee playing its way into the postseason, you probably would have thought I was trying to sell you some beachfront property in Missouri. Well, especially after they lost to BYU and they started one and four, you know, it, it, you know, you're exactly right that you know it was going to be a, a a very tough road to hoe, and uh, you know this this team has started to kind of turn and 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 you know kind of head in the right direction. Now they still got to finish the job; they're halfway there. Uh, but, you know, if they win this week against UAB, they would enter the Kentucky game at the same spot they were in a year ago with four wins, uh, going to Lexington, playing a Kentucky team that, you know, just took it right to Missouri yesterday uh, on a uh, wet night in uh, Lexington. You know, and Jeremy covered a lot of this in our, in our interview with him, uh, where this team has improved. And I know he, he really feels good about the way they continue to practice and come to the practice field the buy-in, the way they played in the line of scrimmage. I tell you, if I had to pick the one area, the offensive line and the job that Will Friend, and Jeremy touched on this, the job that that Will Friend and the staff have done with a young offensive line, shuffling some guys around, dealing with some injuries. You mentioned it yourself. A guy like Trey Smith, just really because of his history with blood clots, not able to practice a whole lot and get the production and improvement, at one point yesterday, you lose both your tackles in that football game. You see a guy like Carvin come on. The they were thinking year. about redshirting him a few weeks yeah. ago, and all of a sudden he's come on. Come and on and play. So when you when you sort of throw all that into the mix, the way they have improved and developed and evolved, the job, again, that Will Friend has done and his staff there in the offensive line and overcome some of the youth and having guys that, you know, and Jeremy said this, you know, be able to sort of build some depth and create some depth, that to me is the biggest difference. And there's a lot of things you can point to, but the biggest difference in where this team is now and where they were to start September. For me, it's not. It's the opposite line of scrimmage. It's defensive line because, you know, Tennessee's gotten really solid play, you know, out of guys like Darrell Middleton. Aubrey Solomon has slowly come along. Um, you know, Matthew Butler has flashed at right. times. And, you know, to me that was a group that I not only left for dead Six weeks ago, but I had them buried. Okay, I you know that, but th- those guys have have you know went out and, and really played good football. And, and and credit to Tracy Rocker because he's gotten the most out of that group. You know, and and, and you know it all kind of started about one month ago. Tennessee started you know coming out of that initial bye week against Georgia. They started to do some decent things up front. And even right before the bye week against Florida, you know. They, they did some decent things up front, and it's continued on. And, and they're getting really good play. And then when you factor in the way Batuli and, and Henry are playing, Daryl Taylor, um, you know, it, it's a group, you know, that, that I think clicking at the right time. Well, when you, get, when you get guys that are seniors and guys that are veterans that are playing well and making big plays, then other guys start to ride their coattails. And when you get better, and everyone on the team sees the improvement on both lines of scrimmage, not only the offensive line, but as you point out, the defensive line, and you have such a disappointing start, and everybody's like, because, let's, you know, we all have short memories. 
it's not like Georgia State just sort of that wasn't a fluke. I mean, they they were six and two, but but they won the they won the battle, the line of scrimmage yeah. in that game against Tennessee. That let's just put it the, out there. The That's, team that te- the team that played those first three or four weeks, you know, the team you know, we talked about this on our post game podcast at Volquest. The team that you know we saw play and in Gainesville at the Swamp up front, and just as a whole, really, and the team that played yesterday. Is night and day, and the team that played down in Alabama two weeks ago. Yeah, it's it's, and, and that's why I say, and you're right, and I'm glad you pointed out defensively, but it's in both lines of scrimmage because that's where I don't care who is or who isn't playing quarterback, how many guys you got the skill positions, if you can continue to make progress and continue to develop depth in both lines of scrimmage and get guys that maybe Matthew Butler is a great example of that on defense, yeah, who hadn't done a whole lot. But suddenly the light comes on. He continues to practice hard. He continues to come to the practice field and believe. And you start to get production out of guys like that in the offensive and defensive lines. That's where it makes the most difference. And that's where you see this team gaining confidence, getting better, and it just permeates your entire football team. And, and that's when, when I think back to that Georgia State game and how Tennessee just, I mean, and I watch, I've been on Tennessee football a long time. To think that Georgia State would come into Neyland Stadium and beat Tennessee up in the line of scrimmage, which is what they did. They clearly won the line of scrimmage in that game. And to see where Tennessee is now and how much they've improved, it's been dramatic. Dramatic. I mean, it, it, and a lot of it goes back to, one, the buy-in of the players, and then, two, you know, the coach is really, you know, doing a great job of, of you know, developing guys and, and, you know, and keeping them engaged. And I want to be sure, again, you know, I mentioned Wilfred by name, the offensive line. Because usually when the offensive line coach is being talked about, it, it, it's sort, that's sort of the, it comes with the territory of being an offensive line coach and being an offensive lineman. Typically when your name is mentioned, it's usually for bad reasons because you missed a block or you're getting, you know, you're getting blown up at the line of scrimmage or you're not running for enough yards. That's why I specifically mentioned Wilfred's name because he's done a really, really good job, solid job at helping this line come on. Uh, all right, AP, let me ask you this. We're going to um, go ahead and do this. This is your favorite time of the week. It's the marathon question of the week. Stop by your friendly neighborhood marathon station today. You'll discover how a full tank of freedom means that no matter what you're up for, it'll take you wherever you want to go. Marathon fueling the American spirit. The Vols play back at home this coming Saturday against UAB. Again, that's a 7 o'clock kickoff on ESPNU. As you look down the schedule, and, and Jeremy mentioned this himself, you know, UAB is certainly not a game. Uh, I don't think there's any team that Tennessee can just expect to show up, walk in, win. Georgia State ought to taught them that the first game. But as you look down the schedule now, and the East seems to change every week. You know, who who you think is the best team? Is it Florida? Who's the worst team? Is it Vanderbilt? Right now, maybe Missouri. Well, and, and then Missouri goes and just gets pummeled and what's the status by, of by, Kelly Bryant? By a Kentucky team, and I, I don't know. But as you look down Tennessee's schedule right now, the rest of the way, what's their toughest game? I think it's Kentucky. Um, you know, I wouldn't have said that a few weeks ago, but based off the fact that Tennessee's beat up right now, Kentucky is off next week. They'll have a bye before they play Tennessee. Tennessee will be at the end of a long, uh, you know, a long six-week run. Um, you know, I, I think it's Kentucky. And the way Kentucky's playing, 
Um, even without a, you know, their starting quarterback having to, you know, go with a receiver turned quarterback. I mean, I, I do think it's the Wildcats. Well, Lynn, Lynn Bowden put up, he put on a show last night against uh, against Missouri. Hey, here's the thing, though, the court, you know, they're supposed to get the quarterback back. Right. What do you do? I don't know, but the way he played, he is one dynamic football player. Now, now, can you expect that from him every game at a position that's not his natural position? That's probably unrealistic. But he absolutely put on the show. The guy is a terrific football player. But, no, I, I, right now, and you know what? When you mention Kentucky, and I got a lot of respect for Mark Stoops and what the job he's done there, Mark Stoops and Jeremy Pruitt in a lot of ways remind me of each other. They're both defensive-minded, background coaches, guys who've been around a lot of good football coaches, tough guys uh, who their teams typically don't back down, bite back kind of coaches, and, and their teams have sort of played like that. And Kentucky lost a lot of good football players last year. Uh, maybe as talented a team in spots as they've had in a while. And a lot of teams thought they were just, a lot of people thought they were just going to drop off the end of the earth. They've got a chance as well, Kentucky does, when you look. And that's why I think that, again, I'm not looking past any other game, but that Kentucky-Tennessee game really has a chance to be pretty intriguing because much like Tennessee, Kentucky now has a chance to finish really strongly yeah. and have a pretty good season. Well, have a pretty good season and back up the 10-win game. You know, see, they, you know, they've never taken a step back under Stoops. That was not going to happen. I mean, that was going to happen this year. I mean, they won 10 a year ago. They've replaced a ton. But this way they have a chance now but not to they, take a but dramatic yeah, step it's back. A, it's, yeah, to, you know, this is just, you know, you take a, a one small, minor step back, you know, instead of taking a huge step back. I couldn't agree more. All right, let's take our final break on the nation. We're at the Texas Roadhouse here, the Morrell Road location, just adjacent to Westtown Mall. We'll take this break here and be right back in just a couple minutes. Hello, fans. This season, enjoy the refreshing taste of Coors Light and Dos Equis. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. It's just made to chill. And Dos Equis, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoffs. Both these great brands distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. Celebrate responsibly. 21 means 21. There's something out there for you and me. And the American road is calling. So what's it going to be? When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage license 109111. Down the field, Rocky Top, running through the tee. The Big Orange is steeped in tradition. Charlie, Ken, and now me, Kevin Frazier. Frazier's Carpet One is also steeped in tradition. Since 1953, Frazier's has been the name to trust in carpet, hardwood, luxury vinyl tile, and anything for your floors. Call us at 546-4850. We'll come to you. We'll make it easy. Everything for the floor, from the tradition you trust more, Frazier's. Frazier's. 
The world's most refreshing beer is now available at college football's best stadium. This season, enjoy Rocky Mountain Cold Coors Light on Rocky Top, now inside Neyland Stadium. So when the action on Shields Watkins Field heats up, Coors Light is there to cool things down because it's made to chill. This fall at Neyland Stadium, grab the beer that supports the balls. Ice cold Coors Light. Celebrate responsibly. 21 means 21. Distributed across Big Orange Country by Cherokee Distributing. Proud sponsor of UT Athletics. You're listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. All right. We've got one more segment to go tonight on The Nation. Our thanks to Jeremy Pruitt for hopping on during our second segment tonight. Big win for the Vols and uh, about as big a win as he's had, really. And, and I think in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> for what it means. Yeah. I agree. I mean, last year at Auburn. And to do it at home with, with such a great environment and to really give and the again, fans. The fans are so galvanized. And, and to, right. And to give them something to really cling on to. And now, hey, you see this team getting better. I mean, and I think the the most, the, the, the realistic, the fans that, that have sort of hung in there, that, that's what they wanted to see. People asked me back in August, what, what do you want to see? What do you think is realistic for this Tennessee football team? And I said, you know what? I don't know what their record of would be. I certainly didn't see him losing to Georgia State and or BYU. But I said, to be a football team in November that you point to and say, you know what, I, if I'm another coach, another team, I don't want to play these guys. They've gotten better. You see the young guys developing. You see the leaders leading. You're seeing guys that that maybe had not been stalwarts or, or, or impact players becoming impact players. And all that's starting to happen. Now. And, and – <clears throat> Most importantly, when you look at the closing stretch, Tennessee, you know, could obviously with UAB being seven and one and being a really good football team, they could lose any game in this in the stretch. But there's no game on the stretch where you feel like, you know, that's that's going to be a, you know, a really tough place to win. I mean, I everybody thought that was Missouri, but again, Missouri's now lost back-to-back weeks to Vanderbilt and Kentucky. On the docket, the next few weeks for Missouri. Florida and Georgia, they can't go to a bowl game. So what's going to be their incentive to right. play hard when Tennessee rolls in there at the end of the month? And, and two, Tennessee has it a bye week before they play Missouri. And I'm of the mind that, that Barry Odom's a good football coach, but a lot of restless fans out there in Missouri, especially with that loss yesterday. You mentioned Tennessee UAB. Tennessee a 12-point opens. AP is a 12-point favorite over UB on Saturday. A couple other lines of note, Georgia, Florida. Florida, a uh, excuse me, Georgia, a four-point favorite over Florida. Of course, that game in Jacksonville this coming weekend. Um, you you want to know how quickly it can change, though, in the SEC, really any, in any part of college football. Think about South Carolina and, and the way that team had played. And I had a chance to speak with Coach Muschamp briefly on Friday night. They played a lot of really good football. They beat Kentucky soundly. Then they go on the road, and they win at Georgia. And to this point, one of the more stunning upsets in college football this season. And really, we're right there with a chance to win against yeah. Florida. Just some awful officiating in that Florida game. And then come to Tennessee and just and get beat 20 points. And all of a sudden, now you've gone from, well, you can see the this Gamecock program trending in the right trajectory, and, and, and must, they really responded and rallied around Muschamp. Now you can just imagine what the narrative is in and around Columbia. Oh, it's, the way they did Tennessee. It cha- Again, the, 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 the moral of the story, week week. it changes so quick. It changes like the wind. 
I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, you know, there are people, and I've seen the posts and tweets, and <clears throat> you know, that South Carolina fans won't, you know, you go ahead and, you know, go ahead and let's go ahead and make the move. It, this is what it's going to be. I mean, it ain't going to be, be better than this. I mean, the, sort of the Georgia way it game, sounded around here a few weeks ago. Georgia game was a fluke, you know. And of course, here's the real litmus test: is you know that you've got all these losses piling up, you know. But when they play Appalachian State, whew, if they don't beat Appalachian State, you talk about an everything to lose, nothing to gain, nothing to gain game for South Carolina, especially this year because Appalachian State is a well coached, good football team. Yeah. If you beat them, well, yeah, it's yeah they're a good team, but you should win. Yep. Okay? But if you lose to them, okay, now per- how in the world hey. is South Carolina to lose to Appalachian okay. State? Perfect example. If you're a six A program in Knoxville, you know. What's the benefit of playing 3A Alcoa? No, I <laughs> there's not I'm one. With you. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it just it, it's one of those things where it, you know it is. It, you, you, there's no juice in, in in you know there's no blood in the turnip. There's no juice in the orange playing a team like Appalachian State. And here, you know, Will will have to go up against uh, uh, what is a very 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 good team. Uh, you know, and if he loses that one, then I mean that hot seat talk will be real. And likely, I think, you know, much like if Chad Morris survives, somebody will fall on the sword. Yep. You know, and uh, could be Coach Chavis. Well, you know, I'll tell you, and, the and, and, and with, with with South Carolina, it won't be T. Rob, it will be Brian McClendon. Right. Well, the hot seat talk may heat up with Will Muschamp. It's going to be pretty pricey too because they don't have a ton of money. And not that the AP poll this time of year is the end all or means a whole lot. Of course, we all look at it. LSU jumps to number one this week. Over Alabama, those two teams off this coming week, and yep. then we'll play in Tuscaloosa in two weeks. I saw that that will be the 52nd meeting between a number one and number two team in history in the AP poll in two weeks when LSU and Alabama get it on in Tuscaloosa, Ohio State. And it, three and two is not back. Whew. Well, and I think you will be now. Now, to what what degree of health? You know, he, he wasn't 100% when he got back from the same similar surgery last year, and he played against Oklahoma oh in the playoffs. Because he told me, I remember talking to him in Tuscaloosa a week or two before that game, that he was about going to be about 80 or 85%. And he had about a week longer to rehab for that game. Now, Coach Saban said yesterday that he's come along fine, hopes to get him out there practicing some this week. Still, that's a tough surgery to come back from in two weeks. But that's LSU and Alabama in two weeks. Ohio State number three in the poll this week. Clemson four. A very, in my mind, underrated Penn State team, sort of hanging around quietly there at number five. I don't know that they're good enough to beat Ohio State. Ohio State's a really good, complete football team. I saw them live a few weeks ago against Michigan State. But James Franklin, once again, done a terrific job there in Happy Valley with that Penn State football team. Uh, you know the team that I think is probably, well, no probably to it, they're not going to get in the playoff, but the team that defensively has a championship-caliber defense that's going to be wasted is Auburn. Auburn is outstanding on defense. Their plan and the way they played against LSU yesterday to hold LSU to 23 points. And just and it just boils down to extremely tough schedule. You've got a young quarterback, and, and as good Fresh as he has played, as good as he has played at times on the road, he's never going to play consistently. You know, the, the Trevor Lawrence last year was was the exception. The Again, rule is I think if you give anybody Auburn's schedule this year, Clemson, Bama, Ohio State. I don't know that any of them get through that without at least one or two losses. No doubt. I agree. Totally. Our thanks to Jeremy Pruitt for joining us tonight on The Nation. Thanks to Mike. 
co-host Austin Price and the Price family. We'll see you next week here on The Nation, right here at the Texas Roadhouse and the Railroad. So long, everybody. Listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group, celebrating 30 years and the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Learn more at MIGOnline.com. By Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon, discover how a full tank of Freedom from Marathon will take you wherever you go. Marathon, fueling the American spirit by Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK by Blue Bunny Ice Cream, available in Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena, and by Dos Equis, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoff. Keep it interessante and please enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The is also brought to you by Join us again next Sunday across the Volunteer State. For more news on college sports and the SEC, this is The Nation, signing off.